We are on a series on the book of Colossians and uh, we are on a chapter 2. Last Sunday, Pastor Abbott really, you know, he nailed it in uh, sharing to us what, what it means for Christ to be firstborn and what it means to us. And so I'm here by the grace of God to continue on that uh, series. But before anything, uh, can we all bow down and pray? And if you, if you may, please, uh, if you could just also whisper a prayer for me so that I will not be a hindrance to what the Lord wants to convey. <clears throat> Lord, we submit all thoughts to you, all hearts to you, O oh God. We submit all, spirit, all our spirits to you, Lord, believing only it is by your Holy Spirit that we will, we will see Christ, that it's by your Holy Spirit that we would, we would really see the truth that comes from your word, O oh God. Father, every word that will be mentioned, let it be done in fear of you, O oh God, that you would, it, that we would be listening, Lord God, not only to illustrations and um, hermeneutics, Lord God, but we would listen to your voice, that we would listen to the oracles of God, and it would carve our hearts, Lord God, so that we could be more like you. Father God, I also lift uh, myself to you, Lord God, you would not disqualify me from anything that will be shared this afternoon, Lord God, and that you continue your work of grace in my life. Father, uh, we are so excited on how uniquely you would, be, you would be communing with us, how uniquely you would speak to us. Not um, any, without any hindrance, Lord God, you do not fear of, of any of our issues, Lord God. No issue will remain untouched tonight, Lord God, because we have you and we are secured in you. We bring back to you all the glory and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to start with a question. Thank you, Nate. Uh, sino po dito yung married? Taas po yung kamay. Yan. Dami? Mabuhay po kayo? Sino man po dito yung married na ayaw magtaas ng kamay? I was really having a hard time of thinking of a good... Um, illustration or intro but and then I realized no, uh, something that really matters to me a lot that I really know of is my marriage uh, my wife my kids my family so uh, somehow nahanapan ko ng connect kaya uh, alalahanin natin no, yung sa mga married people oh, yung mga hindi pa uh, itong area na to wala pang asawa uh, you might you know catch a thing or two about marriage can you still remember the very first time you fell in love with your spouse? Yeah. So I want it to be visual. I want you to remember that time. It, it doesn't need to be, you know, the best time of your life, but that time, you, know, you, should, you should still remember that. No? Well, some of us would, you know, go really f far, uh, way back. No? Pero, but I want you to remember that and have that in your head for a moment na ang mahalaga lang sa iyo yung makasama siya makita siya alam niyo yung nothing else matters ba things were way too simple back then the only goal is to be with your special someone 
yung mga naging sila nung high school pa, ay sorry nung or nung high school or no, sorry nung college pa, 'di ba? Ang tagal-tagal niyo nang uh, magkasama in araw-araw hindi nagkakasawaan, laging magkatabi sa bawat klase. Meron naman iba nagkakilala sa camp. I met my wife in a leadership camp. Pero for the record, hindi ko po siya doon niligawan. Ako po doon ay nakikinig sa Lord. Disclaimer. Offensive ba? Hindi. <laughs> uh, what I'm trying to say is after five years, doon lang nagkaroon ng ganun. And ako naaalala ko yung time na yon. And hindi ko yun makakalimutan kasi it's a slow-mo moment for me. Hindi ako nagbibiro. Narinig ko na rin to sa kwento ng isa sa mga couple na I was privileged to shoot their wedding na taga-breadcom na. Meron din siyang slow-mo moment. Hindi ko nasasabihin na si Pong yon. Ay. Pero meron talagang ganun. Meron talaga. Hindi ko akalain, hindi ko in-expect, but I flew all the way to Iloilo to see Joanne and, you know, uh, be honest with how I feel about her. I was with my friend who was an Ilonggo. We were having coffee in JD's uh, bake shop. Pang-anim na upuan galing pinto. Kulay orange yung table number. Naghihintay kami, lumabas siya. It was early in the morning kasi call center siya nun. Call center agent siya. And, and when she entered the door, I, I never... Uh, 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 parang at tagal bago kami uling nagkita but when she entered the door talagang slow-mo yung buhok niya dahan-dahang gumagalaw hindi ko alam but parang yung tibok ng puso ko naging sinkopado pero I can I will never forget that no? to me that was my moment the second thing na I cannot forget was when she was walking down the aisle at kumakanta ako ng kanyang uh, bridal march. Palapit siya ng palapit, pangatal ng pangatal yung boses ko. Habang mas lumalapit, mas nare-realize ko kung magkano pa yung balansi namin. <laughs> Kidding aside, I was so thankful to the Lord. I was so thankful to the Lord that the Lord has given her or has entrusted her to me. Well, at least for a time. No mga panahon na yun, ganun kasimple. We started up in a very small apartment. 5,000 lang yung upa namin. All I have is kama, which is very important to me. Para sa pahinga. And then, I don't have any other appliances aside from rice cooker and water heater. After a year na pasok kami na magnanakaw, wala pa siyang masyadong nadadagdag doon. Sobrang frustrated nung magnanakaw. Kasi ang problema niya, nahuli ko pa siya. Alam niyo yun, wala na siyang makuha, nahuli pa. Pero that time, walang, sobrang simple ng buhay, sobrang simple ng kasiyahan. And I would even come home, malapit na yung pinagtatrabohan ko doon, I was teaching math in a, in a certain college, umuwi lang ako, umuwi ako ng lunch para kumain. Babalik ako ng trabaho, tapos, alam mo yun, uwi agad. No? Minsan, ako pa nga nagluluto niyan. Pero yun lang yung mahalaga sa akin, makasama siya. Right? Naalala niyo yun? Ang sarap bumalik po dun, no? Tapos huwag na tayong aalis, di ba? And then, kids happen. <laughs> we are thankful. But then, 
you know, dahan-dahan, tumataas yung responsibilidad. There are new things that you need to, uh, to buy, to purchase, uh, more bills to pay, and added mortgages. Now, we are 10 years happily married. And, you know, when I look back, it was way simple back then. No? Unfortunately, in some marriages, yung sweetness overload na ganun, nagbo-boil down na lang after 10, 15, 25 years, nagbo-boil down na lang siya into roles, duties, and responsibilities, meeting expectations, you know, sticking it out together. But then, suddenly, the love that once defined you, napalitan na siya ng efficiency. I hope walang ganun sa atin. No? But you can see those kinds of marriages. Mas, hindi naman sila nag-iwala, hindi naman nag-aaway. Pero, pero alam mo yun, yun na siya. That getting married to some is just about, you know, earning, providing, earning, providing. Sa wife naman siguro, uh, sa traditional Filipino family, you know, supporting the kids, supporting the husband, day in and day out. Wala na yung mga uh, spontaneous stuff. Now, bakit ko siya nakwento? Somehow, uh, kung hindi tayo mag-iingat, that same scenario can happen to our journey of faith sa Panginoon. Somehow, that same scenario can happen to us when we get, we get distracted from a lot of things. And alam naman natin sa generation natin ngayon, no, we are probably the most distracted generation. Ang hirap-hirap magkaroon ng quiet time app tapos may magno-notify. Di ba? Punong-puno tayo ng distractions. Sometimes, you get your phone to do something and turn uh, and eventually do something else and realize you haven't done what you really meant to do. Andyan ba kayo? Di ba? Nangyayari ba yon? Yes. Okay? So, minsan ganun. And nangyayari yan sa relationship natin sa Panginoon. Now, sa Colossians, no, this is around 60 to 62 AD, they were distractions that were happening in their time. Okay? So, Anong klaseng mga distractions ito? Ito po. Basahin po natin. Colossians chapter 2, verse 1. Ito po yung sabi ni Paul. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have on your behalf and for those who are in Laodicea and for all those who have not personally seen my face that their hearts may be encouraged having been knit together in love and attaining to all the wealth that comes from the full assurance understanding of understanding resulting in a true knowledge of God's mystery, that is, Christ himself, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And I say this so that no one will delude you or distract you or seduce you or persuade you with persuasive argument for even though I am absent in body, nevertheless, I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good discipline and the stability of your faith in Christ. See, the Colossians are doing well in, in the faith. 
Paul rejoices to see their good discipline and stability of their faith in Christ. No, masaya si Paul. Sabi niya, I, I'm really happy about how stable you are. Diba? Or minsan, this is just a way before you correct somebody, you know, you tell the good stuff first. Naalala ko pag pinapagalitan or pinagsasabihin ako ng daddy ko, ang, ang lagi niyang intro, man of God. <laughs> Tapos mabigat yung kasunod. So they were doing well. They were doing well. But they are being distracted with, with two major pressures to turn away from Christ, to turn away from Christ and His gospel from outside the church and from within the community. They, they are pre- the pressure of being, no, sila kasi ay under the Roman Empire, and, and the pressure of being surrounded by mystical polytheism all around them, okay, na ang sinasuggest that Jesus is just another form of deity as an addendum to all the other gods that they already have. Okay? So there is a distract there is also uh, there is a distraction infiltrating the church from the outside. Okay? And there is also a distraction from within the church. Okay? Hindi lang po sa labas ang distraction. Minsan nandito sa loob. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Hindi siya yan. Okay? So they were being distracted by the Jewish Christians or the Judaizers causing a pressure to observe the law of the Torah. Their faith in Christ is being challenged by false teachings and both are in the nature of attacking the truth about the supremacy and the sufficiency of Christ. So yung mga distraction na to, hindi biro, no? from outside and inside the church, ang goal is to take away their mindset from what is really important in the church, which is Christ being supreme and Christ being sufficient. So yung discourse ni Paul, itong discourse nito is about that. Now those who have been beguiling the Colossian came to them presenting to have discovered a greater mystery. Big sabihin, there are people in charge of really seducing them into new or into new teachings or false teachings. And these people are charmers. They are good in persuading people. And take note, whenever these kinds of truths hit the church, normally it's not evangelical in nature. It's not gospel-centric. It's a teaching that wouldn't save anybody. If you were aware, there are like different spheres of teaching in the body of Christ na, na wala talaga siyang, pag diniscuss sa church, it's, it's exciting, parang ang sarap pakinggan, but it will not get somebody safe when they hear it. Now, the beauty about a gospel-centered church or a gospel-centered preaching, even though you're talking to the church, but if there's a non-believer listening, it would always lead them to Christ. Pero ito yung mga teaching na to, mga, they, they, tried, they claimed that they have discovered something else. So Paul was bothered that it, it went to his attention and he was inspired by the Holy Spirit to write to the Colossians. Another issue is, another issue that challenges the supremacy and the sufficiency of Christ are the Jewish Christians in their community. Ito yung mga Hudyo na dati na, nag, na 
naging kristyano, pero bumabalik sila dun sa mga bagay na that they are proud about. Yung kanilang pagiging pure Jew. That they would impose to the Gentile uh, community or the Gentile Christian those they have observed growing up. When, according to Paul, the Colossian church has been uh, deeply rooted and built up in Christ, alam na nila yung gospel. They know that it is only through Christ. But then, be surrounded by these false teachers or these influences or distractions, nahihirapan silang mag-thrive sa kanilang faith journey. So Paul wrote them. Now Paul then reminds them of the full assurance of understanding resulting in a true knowledge of God's mystery. So, yung tone of voice ni Paul dito, no, parang dahil yung mga teachers, false teachers dun sa Colossian, parang nag very mysterious in dating nila, sinagot din ni Paul ng God's mystery. But he tells them that God's mystery is actually Christ Himself. And He is somehow telling the church in Colossae to that they have the full assurance of understanding. They don't need to navigate to these strange beliefs. They didn't, they didn't need to, they, do, they don't have the need to listen to these false teachers anymore because what they need is in Christ. And even Paul no, was unable to be with them physically, he's inspired by the Holy Spirit to write them. You know, we often joke about this in the church, yung salitang, bro, wala ako, absent ako, but I'm with you in spirit. Siguro kung more than 15 years ka ng Christian, nagamit mo na yan. Ako nagamit ko na rin yan. But then, yung context natin, our context was because we cannot attend a Bible study because we had to attend something else. But then, when Paul mentioned this, it wasn't a joke. It, it was a serious conviction that he is sure, though he is not present with them in, uh, physically, he is one with them in spirit. And being absent physically does not stop him to confront these false teachings that may harm the Colossian church. He is so secure that he doesn't need to be there because they are, they are one in spirit, meaning they are all under, sorry, they are all knit together under one head, which is Christ. Paul writes his letter in reliance and confidence, complete confidence in, in Christ. Why? John chapter 14, verse 26, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, sabi ni Jesus, He will teach you, ano po? Some things. He will teach you many things. Ano pong sabi? Pakilaksan nga po. All things. 
Therefore, there is full assurance, brethren. There is full assurance, not only to Colossians, but also to us. That the Lord has asked the Father already to send the Holy Spirit to teach us all things. And these all things, marirealize natin, kung nakinig kayo last Sunday, itong all things na to, sino ba to? Si Christ. Because Christ is everything. The epistle, this epistle turns out to be the most precise about the doctrine of Christ since its main objective is to present to the church in Colossae that Christ is everything. Now, ano po bang ibig sabihin for Christ to be everything? Ito po yung sabi ni Paul. Join me in Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in Him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. Paul instructs those who have received Christ to continue walking in Him and not be distracted, deluded, or persuaded by these false teachers. Isa pang church na inaddress ni Paul is about veering away from the gospel of Christ is the church in Galatians or in Galatia. Sabi ni Paul sa mga taga-Galatia, You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Before whose eyes Jesus was crucified, tinanong niya sila. Are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now perfected by the flesh? Alam niyo, matagal na pala yung ganyang syndrome. Nagsisimula tayo sa biyaya ng Diyos, nililigtas tayo sa pamamagitan ng biyaya ng Diyos, tapos gusto nating mabuhay according sa sarili nating lakas. Whether conscious or unconscious, no, tayo, kahit tayo guilty tayo dito that instead of just putting our 100% trust and dependence in God's strength for Him to change our lives and for us to just, you know, dance with Him in the rhythms of grace, we create, you know, our own rules. Sometimes communities create their rules on what it looks like to be a Christian. Few months ago, maybe like around like three or four months ago, we attended a seminar run by a Christian community who would not allow my wife to enter because she was wearing jeans. That's okay if there's dress code. That's okay. But then, the, the, the person in the door told her, Sister, kapatid, hindi, hindi kasi pwede yung suot mo. Christian tayo. Napahinga na lang ako dahil naawa ko sa asawa ko. Kitang-kita mo talaga yung biyaya ng Diyos sa gigil niya. <laughs> that was in, uh, uh, I think, uh, ano, Heritage Hotel. So we went to Baclaran, we shop so that she can enter. May, may mga ganong weird na mga rules. No? Maraming salamat, Breadcom, Quezon City, walang ganun dito. <laughs> Pero di ba, sometimes we have those unacknowledged rules that you know, we, we put in front of us 
para i-gauge if we are a better Christian, if we are Christian enough, as if our Christianity relies on us. Yes, we don't have this mystical stuff happening here, but we can still, you know, relate and we can still benefit from what's happening to them. Sabi ni Paul, di ba? Are you so foolish having begun by the Spirit? But now are you perfected by the flesh? Paul urges us to continue to walk in Him. So he warns, he warns the Colossians. Sabi niya, See to it, no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. Yun yung warning niya. Mag-ingat kayo. Lalo na yung tayo, lahat naman tayo puro millennials eh. May millennials, may millennia. <laughs> but, you know, my mom, she's senior she always flaunts her ID anywhere we eat. She has three Facebook accounts. You know, and sh they read stuff. My dad, every single day, he would share at least two links, vlogs. I almost unfollowed him. <laughs> but then I continue to follow him so I can guard him, you know. Like, dad, don't share this. But, but that's how, how exposed to distractions no? this generation is. And when I talk about this generation, tayong lahat yun. Tama po ba? Tayong lahat yun. And if we are not careful, we can be, you know, caught, you know, take captive. I mean, take captive. Hindi yan something na you just, you simply agreed on. Nahuli ka, nadali ka. And when you are a captive, you know, you are in prison, you are, you are in shackles to that new thing. Kaya hindi siya biro. Kaya sabi ni Paul, see to it that no one takes captive, takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception. Sabi po sa 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, we are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. If, we would, if our thoughts would be captivated, make sure it is captivated to the obedience of Christ. Not in the philosophies that we hear. Not with the posts that we see on Instagram, on Facebook. Sabi nga, di ba, don't always trust what you read in the internet. Okay? Eh, ang mga tao ngayon, pag che-check ng walang pasok, saan tumitingin? Dati nagbubukas lang ng transistor eh. <laughs> diba? Inihintay mag-announce yung ano sa, F sa AM radio. Ngayon hindi. Check mo sa Facebook. And ako, taga-Kabiti po ako dati. Yung mayor namin doon has a, you know, 
a very funny way of of announcing no classes. So lahat ngayon doon na tinitignan eh. Doon na chinicheck. Pag may gusto kang makita, join na Facebook group. Follow a, a vlog. That's, that's not really bad, you know? Especially we can, you have good use for that information. But then, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception. Right? Paul reminds them of what it means to be rooted, nakatanim, built up, dun ka pinalaki, and walking in Him or in Christ. May input si Pastor Abit ng, dito sa sermon na to. Ginamit ko po. Sabi niya, in Him is a simple yet profound statement. Yung in Him dito, pag tinignan niyo yung text, napakaraming in Him, in Him, in Him, by Him, by Him, with Him, with Him, through Him, through Him. And so with other epistles. So, you know that Paul pertains to this as uh, itong in Him na to as the body of his of this chapter. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng in Him? No, we can, yes, it is in the other epistles as well, pero ano ba ibig sabihin nun sa atin? Okay. So I was able to uh, summarize this in three points. Number one, Christ completes us. One of Pastor Nomer's favorite movie references was Jerry Maguire, where Jerry says, You complete me. Si Christ lang po yung karapat dapat tumanggap ng ganong comment. Why? Why are we complete in Christ? For in Him, Colossians chapter 2, verse 9, for in Him all the fullness of the deity dwells in bodily form, and in Him you have been made complete, and He is the head over all rule and authority. Alam nyo po, wala nang ibang kukumpleto sa atin maliban kay Kristo. There is a deep longing in our souls and only Him can satisfy that. Only Jesus can fill up the infinite longings of our soul. So how are we complete in Christ? Now, first off, the fullness of the deity dwells in Him. He is, he is King of kings, Lord of lords, Alpha, Omega, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, El Elyon, Adonai, Prince of Peace, Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Loving Father, filling you up. All the things that He is completes us. Now ask me again, how can we be complete in Him? Siya po yung pumupuno sa atin. And lahat ng sinabi ko po na yon, na description o characteristics o attributes ng Panginoon o ng pagiging Diyos, it is in Christ in bodily form or incarnate form. And this Christ that we are talking about, He is seated with God in the heavenly realms above all rule and authority, making all His enemies His footstool. Patungan lang niya ng paa. 
Now, the Colossians, the Colossians used to live in the fear of spiritual powers. But Jesus has triumphed over all these powers. And He freed the Colossians from any obligation to live for them. Let me read to you one verse in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 to 23. Pahingan po natin. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which He has called you, the riches of His glorious inheritance in, in His holy people and His incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength He exerted when He raised Christ from the dead and seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly realms far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age or in their time, but also in the age to come, in our time. And God placed all things under His feet. Ito po si Cristo. And appointed Him to be head over everything for the church. Pero ito po yung sinasabi sa verse 23. Which is His body, the fullness of Him who fills everything in every way. The fullness of the deity in Christ and now Christ fills everything in every way. What sort of emptiness in your life today that Christ will not be able to fill and satisfy? Not just to the brim, but overflowing. Kung tayo nasa panahon na meron kang gutom, meron kang uhaw, guys, Christ fills everything, not just to the brim, but overflowing. And nothing on this earth can ever satisfy us the way He does. No knowledge can fill our minds the way He does. Christ. How else are we complete in Christ? Christ has fulfilled the Torah, the Torah for us. Jesus fulfilled on our behalf all the laws of the Torah, which never had the power to transform the selfish human heart. Sabi po sa verse 16, Therefore, no one is to act as your judge in regard to food or drink or in respect to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day, things which are a mere shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one keep defrauding you of your price by delighting in self-abasement and the worship of the angels, taking his stand on visions he has seen, inflated without cause by his fleshly mind, and not holding fast to the head, see Jesus, from whom the entire body, the church, being supplied and held together by the joints and ligaments, grows with a growth which is from God. Now, this is, this is another way that Christ completes us. 
we are broken people. No? We are unable to, to be complete for God. Our lives will never satisfy the requirements of God to have fellowship with us. But then Christ completes us. He completes, He fulfills the Torah for us. Romans chapter 8, verse 3 to 4. For what the law could not do, however we follow the law, kahit gano'n tayo katinding mag-memorize at sumunod sa Ten Commandments. Ang sabi po dito, weak as it was through the flesh, God did sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and as an offering for sin, He condemned sin in the flesh so that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, might be complete in us. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. In Matthew, si Jesus po nagsasalita, sabi niya, do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill it. We are complete in Christ. Kahit, kahit po tayo ganito, kahit po tayo maraming pagkukulang, we have bad days, we have terrible days, and much more terrible days. Christ has already completed the work so we can walk in fellowship and in intimate communion with the Godhead every single day. He completed His work. Thus, He completes us. Amen po. Number two. Christ circumcised our hearts and canceled all our deaths. This is what it means to, to walk in Him or to live in Him, to be in Christ. Colossians chapter 2, verse 11, And in Him you were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands. No, kasi yung mga Jew, Christian Jews, pinipilit sila na, oh, kailangan magpatuli kayo. You need to be circumcised because that is the law as mentioned or as stated in the Torah. But Paul here is telling them that we are circumcised, made without hands, in the removal of the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. This thing that was also promised to, promised to us by, by God in, through the prophet Ezekiel, that there will be circumcision of the hearts. Okay? This is what it means to be in Him, having been buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised up with Him through faith in the working of God, who raised Him from the dead. When you were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, He made you alive together with Him. The dead can never participate to anything. Tama po? Kahit sipain mo yan, hindi yan gaganti. Kahit kausapin mo yan, hindi yan sasagot. Pag sumagot, tumakbo ka na. The dead cannot participate. We, can, we are dead in our sins. We, we are unable to, to comply with the requirements of the law. And now in Colossae, they are being pressured to to meet the requirements or the standards of Torah. Because this, the Jews have already done it. May, probably they are so proud about it. it. 
it must be their distinction among the believers in Colossae. But then, they are trying to impose that or leverage that against the Gentile Christians. Now, Paul disagrees on that pressure and tells Colossus to, to just, you know, walk in what Christ has already done for you. You are doing good. Yun yung simula niya eh. Natutuwa ako sa inyo. You are doing good. Even not seeing my face, even me not being there, you were doing good. Firmly, firmly rooted, built up, established. Di ba? Ang ganda. But they just need to continue on that. That they would not leave the mystery of God who is Christ and veer away from that truth towards the new truths or the new the new teachings that false teachers brought in their congregation. We were dead. We are unable to see. We are unable to hear. And unless a man be born again, they cannot see the kingdom of God. But in God's mercy, by His grace, what did Christ do for us? He made us alive in Him. And the law cannot do it. Only Christ, only the circumcision we had in Christ can make that happen. Amen po. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also the sins of the whole world. Okay, Colossians chapter 2, Having forgiven us all of our transgression, having canceled out the certificate of death consisting of decrees against us, which was hostile to us, and He has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Ito pong dalawang verse na to. No, this is also part of what it means to be in Him. That Christ has canceled all your debts. Hindi ko na po tatanungin o oh, hindi na po ako magpapataas ng kamay kung sino may utang. Pero kung may utang ka o kung nangutang ka sa, sa past, nahirap nahirap kang bayaran, it's a bad debt, it's a wrong decision, or maybe it was a bad time, you had to do it, you had your reason at that time. Alalaanin mo yun, kapatid. And then, one day sasabihin sa'yo, ako na magbabayat niyan. Ang dami na kahingo. We have a bigger debt that doesn't even involve money. And that debt, we can never repay. But Jesus, our champion, canceled that debt, forgiving us all our transgressions when we are so dead in our transgressions. Yun po yung ibig sabihin to be in Him. Whatever you have done in the past, in your past, in your present, and even in the future, God has blotted them out, covered it with the payment of His blood. 
Kaya kung, kung meron talagang pwedeng sabihin natin na He nailed it, si Jesus yon. Literally and figuratively, He nailed it for you and me. Amen? Number three, Christ conquered through the cross. Christ has conquered through the cross. Colossians chapter 2, verse 14, Having canceled out the certificate of death consisting of decrees against us, which was hostile to us. Ganyan talaga yung utang, no? Hostile siya sa'yo. He has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. When He had disarmed the rulers and authorities, He made a public display of them, having triumphed over them through, through Him. The cross is a public display of the victory of Jesus. It looked shameful, morbid, unjust, and yet, when we look back at the cross, there Christ championed the cause of the Godhead to redeem us all and bring us all back to Him for the glory of His name. Romans chapter 8, 37, 39. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any power, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ. One of the most, one of my most favorite powerful statements in Paul's writings, saan ka palilingon na may makakakita kang threat sa relationship mo sa Panginoon? Saan mo hahanapin? When it's, when it's not neither death nor life. When it's neither angels or demons. When it's neither the present or the future. Neither height nor depth nor anything in all creation. Wala ka pang nakita. Wala ka pang naranasan. Wala pang nangyari sa buhay mo na sapat upang ilayo ka sa pag-ibig ng Diyos. Kung meron ka mang nararamdaman na ganun, kapatid, gawa-gawa mo lang yan. Naunahan na tayo ni Pablo. Sabi niya, wala. What keeps you from running to the Savior definitely is not Him. To be in Christ who conquered through the cross is to become more than conquerors. And to be, more the, to be a more than conqueror, hindi po yung pinag-uusapan natin dito yung conquer the fear of heights, conquer the fear of yung mga claustrophobic. Hindi rin po yung more than conquerors yung mga pinaglalabanan natin ngayon sa mga naglalaban ng mga paaralan po natin. 
Hindi po yan yun. Being more than conqueror in Christ means what Christ has conquered. When He conquered sin and death through the cross, you have also conquered. Thus, we are more than conquerors in Christ. Not through the flesh, not through following the Torah, but in Christ. Tetelestai. It is finished. Tapos na. Sabi ng Panginoon. One of the one of, illust- one of the illustrations about this, it is finished, Christ conquering through the cross, is, isa sa mga narinig kong illustration, I would like to share to you, it's, it's like the game of chess, where the other person is sure to win. Na kahit hindi pa tapos yung laban, though the, the game is not yet over yet, he would, you know, um, you know, step step aside from the table and say, it's done. It's checkmate. And the, the guy from the other side of the table would say, no, it's not yet done. I still have my moves. And then, that guy who's sure about his victory, who said, it is finished, will just reply, whatever you do, it will not change the outcome of this game. Whatever you do, it will not change the outcome of this game. In the same way, when Christ said in the cross of Calvary, it is finished, okay, we are in the middle of that time where the enemy is still you know, trying to do his foolish, worthless moves. But brother, sister, I promise you, when Jesus says it is finished, Whatever the enemy does, it does not change the outcome. It does not change the outcome. We're nearly done. And I would just like to share my frustration of what ha- what's happening among us lately through the social media. There are, you know, Christians who have been very public about leaving the faith. I will not name them. I will not share the story, but their lives or their turning away has impacted a few of my friends, few of people who are close to me. And these people who, who, who have, you have seen once in their lives championing the cause of the gospel now doubts the, now doubts the gospel because of these people who they have been listening to before. Sama sa loob. And, you know, I always, I'm always conscious about not being Messiah to them. I'm always conscious about being very careful only to speak to them when, you know, the Lord gives me a nudge. I don't want to overwhelm them with defense because I'm not in the defensive side. And I always pray for them. Pero we are living in, in this time, no, in inatawag na postmodernism, where truth is, in general, is being presented as relative. Meron ng mga hashtag na find your truth. You don't have a truth. Guys, there's only one truth. 
we can you cannot decide on your own truth your own truth doesn't make it truth and i had that discussion with my friend and somehow sabi niya okay sige kuya i'm gonna you know i'm gonna give it a 50-50 i'm gonna stop at 50-50 and wait and then i just thanked him i thank you for your 50-50 the lord will tip that over because he is god he will reveal himself to you pero nadudurog po yung puso ko when i discussed him na you, you cannot have your own truth it is the same as gravity and all the other truth that we can see but this truth that we are talking about is beyond it is beyond cosmic and that truth is a person in the person of jesus christ and if ever these confusions, especially young people, if this will knock on the doors of your classroom or the doors of your discussion groups, do not find a reason or do not look for ideas to oppose it. Paul approached these distractions not with ideas, not with defensive um, doctrines but with the person of Jesus Christ. Pag dumating yung point na hinataw ka ng maling katuruan and you are not ready or it caught you off guard, you don't know what to say, how to answer. Don't look for just another idea or philosophy or words always find it in your heart to seek his face to seek Christ because he is the only truth that he offers in John chapter 14 anong sabi niya I am the way the truth and the life In, in our time, we are, we are being pushed to the corner trying to accept statements like the only path towards peaceful pluralism is the abandonment of truth that lay claim on everybody. We cannot accept this. Boo! Because the gospel in its nature is offensive. Truth is always offensive. The demands of Christ are ridiculous. It's all for all. And yet, He is also the person where those demands are fulfilled. And the church asks, all we have to, to do or be is find ourselves deeply rooted or firmly rooted, being built up and established in faith in Him, in His, in His completeness, in the circumcision and cancellation of our debts in Him, and in His conquering through the cross.
Christ plus nothing equals everything. So, paano po, Pastor? Paano po pag dumating yung time na tinamaan tayo ng false teaching? Huwag kayong matakot. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 39. Can we read this together? And if, if you can recite this at home on your private time, can we can you just, you know, tell this to your soul? Uh, one, two, three. But we are not of those who shrink back to destruction, but of those who have faith to the preserving of the soul. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you are not of those who shrink back. Hindi ho tayo kasama sa kanila. Why? Balikan ko po yung isa sa mga text ni Pastor Abet last Sunday. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 to 17. He is he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him, all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible. It's beyond cosmic. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, authorities, all things have been created through Him and for Him. And my favorite verse has been my support for the last eight years. He is before all things, and in Him, all things hold together. How shattered are you? How broken are you? How broken is the world today? How shattered is our family? How, how, how messed up is the workplace? How messed up is our industry? Our government? Our lives, how shattered are we? In Him, in Christ. All those shatteredness. Though sometimes it remains really shattered for a time, they hold together in Christ. The way He holds the universe, the galaxies, He, all, he holds you together. He holds us together. So our thrust as a church is to consume Christ. Let's feed on Him. Let's go back to the day when we first met Jesus. It's all about being in love with Him. Singing the same song, same chorus over and over, not getting tired because you're just so in love. Laying aside responsibilities, performances, ministries, putting them aside for a little while, just go back to delighting in the Lord, being happy or safe, being happy or loved, being happy or a son, being happy or a daughter. Consume Christ. That's what He wants. And convey Christ. Let's protect our families, fathers. Let's protect our clans. Let's proclaim Christ to them. Let's, you know, snatch our friends from the long um, line to eternal damnation. Let's convey Christ in words and in our deeds by the grace of God. Let's bow our heads.
Lord, we humble ourselves before you. We we owe to you everything, and we owe to you everything, and we ought to worship you in, in everything that we do. Lord, thank you for even in our brokenness and shatteredness, we can be confident that in you all things hold together. Both now and even in the future, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for in John 17, you have already prayed that the Lord will preserve, will will keep those He has given you. And we are so thankful that because not because of our performance, but because of your finished work that we can be confident. Thank you also for bringing us in the community of, in a gospel-centered community where we can always hear who you are to us, Lord God, where we can always be drawn back to that place. And Father God, Jesus, we will never outgrow the sweet message of the gospel. We will never outgrow we will never get bored on hearing how much you love us and how much, how strong you are to keep us in the fold. That no amount of false teaching can easily snatch us. That neither height nor depth nor any creature nor print nor nor powers nor things present nor things to come, no authority in heaven and earth, Lord, Lord could ever separate us from your love. So, Father, here we are, once dead in our transgression, now alive in you, so that we can live for you, so that we can live for you. Father, teach us every day how or in, in how many more ways we can convey Christ and draw us, Lord, in more ways, Lord God, in how many more ways that we can consume Christ on a daily basis, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. And we bring back to you all glory and praises in Christ, our champion, most precious name, Jesus. Amen.